It's just questions. Cause well, it's you not know why I can't just... do riddles? Because I'm too direct. Yeah. What the hell are you making me think about what jump out if you can moon? Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after a nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. Obey! If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Oh, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah. yeah! Hi, guys. Welcome to Objectively Incorrect. I'm here with Camilla Saucy. Wow. <laughs> I couldn't see with a straight face. Camila Sassiwo. Yes. Lawrence. Camila, welcome to the show. My God. <laughs> Thank you. It's a pleasure. That always happens. It's not easy being as saucy as I am. Oh. So the introductions, I expect no less than that. Than the sauciest mm -hmm. of the sauce. Nah. Guys, come here to talk to us about um, not being the average domesticated woman. Mm -hmm. um, we're gonna talk about some some music. We're gonna touch on soccer for a little bit. We're gonna talk about business and family life. And listen, this is this is gonna be great. Um, Cam, welcome to the show again. As usual, before we even start that, we're gonna get into our fact or fiction section, and we're gonna give Cam five statements, and we're gonna ask if she thinks they're true or false. Cam, you ready? Listen here. <laughs> <laughs> You don't farm the ass with me, eh? It's random stuff. Okay. I don't... I don't see Pinocchio in the street all the time and I pass him. No, no. It ain't like that. Okay. It's not like you have to, like, calculate anything. It's just... Okay. If you think it's true or if you think it's false. Okay. You ready? I don't do miles around the sun and them shit. I ain't into no mats or nothing like that. Number one. Finland is the happiest country yeah. according to the 2019 World Happiness Report. Finland is the world's happiest country, according to the 2019 World Happiness Report. True or false? I guess so, because it ain't seeing kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I know. Oh, my God. I think they said that's because they have flexi hours at work. Yeah, they, they, have, they, have, a very, they have a very deep social um, enterprise. The government yeah. has a deep social responsibility. Yeah, that's good. So, free health care... And we need to practice some of those things. We take things around here to way too serious. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. We do. Um, and again, there are a lot of we could get into a whole conversation about why. Because I think it might not necessarily be all stemmed from our faults. It might have a lot of other things, a lot of other contributing factors. But let's go. Number two. You, you're on a roll, by the way. You're on 100%. Well, two. I know. <laughs> oh, it's confidence. Number two. The majority of the world's vanilla is grown in the Spanish province of Cavis Cardonia. This province grows 42% of the world's vanilla beans. Again, the majority of the world's vanilla is grown in the Spanish province of Cavas. I'm not butchering this word, you know, Cardonia. This province grows 42% of the world's vanilla beans. I don't know, so it's beans. false. It's absolutely false. The <laughs> main species... <laughs> Um, okay, although native to Mexico, it is now widely grown throughout the tropics. Indonesia and Madagascar are the world's largest producers okay. of vanilla. See? I vanilla know. takes nine months to grow, by the way. That's good. That's, that's a whole child. That's a whole child. 
Yeah. All right, number three. Netflix is responsible for 15% of global internet traffic. Netflix is responsible for 15% of global internet traffic. True or false? That sounds true. 100% true. Yes, it's 100% yeah. true. 15, I find you that to don't be, watch TV? You don't watch TV? At all. So you don't have a TV in your house? I you? have TV in every room except the bathroom, but I don't watch TV. I go home now because I've worked my brain all day. No lights and just chill until the job seat. Maybe may I roam a therapy light with some nice scent, mm-hmm. talk to my son and job seat. I don't watch TV. That's garbage. Those lot of nonsense shows and so. Mm, I'm an avid TV watcher, man. Not documentary and stuff. I love documentaries. You know what? Let's watch if I do watch. One. Paternity Court. Paternity Court. Queen of the Oh, boy. That's not like Mari 2.0. Yeah. More so. Paternity Court, though. Because I, I think I should have been a lawyer. It's just that you I don't, didn't you feel don't. like to go that extra. Oh, way. you don't take life seriously? I don't enough. take life serious. I think lawyer, being a lawyer would make you a little miserable. The, the part about it that you might... The, 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 is I the wasn't part about do criminal it? law. Oh, you would not I do mean, No, maintain the life for you, man. You do the thing, you do the thing. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's you not. don't lie a lot, do you? No, because I'm you see a brutally honest. Yes, that's what I mean. Like that's where you can you can't defend nobody no. with guilty. No, I can't. So why go the extra mile? So? You you must be fun at dinner dinner parties. All right, number four. After countless studies, scientists have proven that people require just thirty four seconds on average to develop their first impression. After countless studies, scientists have proven that people require just 34 seconds on average to develop their first impression. That's true. It's false. Yeah? Yeah. How much seconds do you need? 100 milliseconds. Oh, yeah, 34 is quite long, you know. 100 milliseconds. Yeah. This? I, what? Yeah. You know, at first, look, he's a fraud. Just Run. The, the, I mean, I did, I did some. Each of these questions, I tried to do some research on them just to make sure that they ain't like. Mm-hmm. And the thing that they said is that we have our mind is like a, a supercomputer when it comes to faces. Yeah. Um, we're taking visual cues, like with lightning precision. Uh-huh. Like you, your face, I could decode a lot about you in 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 a one tenth. How? That's a phenomenon that we won't be able to answer. That's crazy. That's awesome. It's crazy. I was it's thinking awesome. like 34 seconds is long enough, but it's I so didn't short expect enough. them to say. A hundred yeah. milliseconds. Mm. That and is And you know crazy. who's awesome at that? Kids, eh? Children. The amazing. Like, yeah. they said children, in the report, they were talking about that too. Children pick up on more visual because it remember, especially when they're smaller, it's more of a threat. Adults are more of a threat to a child. Yeah. So they pick up on energy, they pick up on cues, yep. vocal patterns, yeah. loudness, everything. You've eyes, you squinting, you hear, right. you smell, everything. It just no, he's That's bad why news. Ah, oh, Jesus. Oh, so number five. <laughs> Number five, uh-huh. McDonald's buys about two billion eggs every year for the U.S. restaurants alone. McDonald's buys about two billion eggs every year for the U.S. restaurants alone. True or false? True. Absolutely true. 
absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely true. Two billion is a lot of eggs. Though. Two billion is a lot of eggs, but yeah. And they're, they're, they're transitioning now to farm raised eggs. That's a lot of chickens that ain't making a chewing by. Yeah. Because the thing is, they, 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 they're, they're saying that customers are now, 75% of their customer base is now very acute, attuned or in tune to the living conditions of the animals that they eat or yeah. eggs or chicken and so on. So they're moving to farm-raised eggs or free-range eggs, like chickens that could just walk around versus chickens that are like limited Incubated. to a small space mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. So they're moving away. That's a lot of eggs. That's a lot of eggs, yeah. They said by 2025, they should be able to fully transition. How did you grow up? How did your camp grow up? Okay. Um, my parents, I met my parents already having two children and married. My mother and father were married for at least 30 years before my mom decided to leave when I was 16. At that <laughs> so, so they were together accumulatively of 46 years or so? No, they were together when uh-huh. um, my mother and father, I have t- two brothers who are older, mm-hmm. 11 years older, 10 years older, mm-hmm. right? So by the time I was born, they were already into 10 years into their marriage, wherever. Mm-hmm. They were, when I was 16, they were already married for 28 years and... They were dating for two, so they knew each other for about 30 years. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. So, at 16, my life changed because I grew up in a married home. Mm-hmm. My mother was a Christian. My father wasn't a Christian, so I had that good imbalance. Of, that good imbalance? Yes, that good imbalance. You had reasons to go and reasons not to. Yeah, and you mm-hmm. had to find your middle ground of what's logical and what's Christian. Mm-hmm. But my mother was never one of those imposing Christians that say, you, you have to so do lucky. this and you have to do that. So we did go to church and then after you get to a certain age. But by 16, mm-hmm. my parents were no longer together. My mother had left and a lot transitioned right there. Wait, so she left like physically or just... She left the home. Uh I stayed with my father. Uh My brothers were grown. Because remember, if I'm 16, I mean they're 26 26, already gone. Right? They were grown. And I have a younger sister. Mm -hmm. She was 15. But so much changed within that time. We found out that my sister was five months pregnant just after my mother left. And within four months, a new baby was there. So we gone from grieving. <laughs> Stephen, why are you looking like that? Like, what all of this? What are you saying? So, so you, so, so your mom left. Yeah. Same time you figured, you found out that your younger my, my sister, baby, the baby of the family, the baby of the family was five months pregnant. Five months pregnant. So from my mother leaving, uh-huh. leaving two girls behind uh-huh. with her father, and at that time. So much things happen. A little baby sister going to get a baby. And then we, we grieving. My mother move out, leave us. Of course, yeah. That's a, that's a and that's a big difficult change. Difficult thing, yeah. But it happened at a time where we were able to deal with it. Because if we were younger, I'm sure I would have been much more affected. But that helped me to be who I am today. That situation. Because I gone from being a 16-year-old who is about to write sexy. Mm-hmm. I didn't write the CXC yet. This was a January morning. I could remember it. It didn't feel like something going to happen. Like It was uh-huh. a normal. I could remember it. Uh-huh. It was a normal Saturday. She went outside for a bottle of Marby from a friend, and she never came back. 
that's your mom? This is my mom. What? This was like, yes. So did she left the country? Left? No, she moved out. Just, just went for a bottle of Marby and... And never came And back. the Marby took her to Me, another place. To another place. And wow. I remember my father telling us, you know, your mommy's not coming back. But like, okay, wherever. You gotta be joking, right? This is like, crazy. Like, that wasn't my business at that time. Uh-huh. But then I realized it was serious. And then shortly after that, my sister was very much the mommy's girl because i'm my daddy's princess mm-hmm. my vehicle has on daddy's girl that is how much that you're into i honored him, him. like he <laughs> did no wrong in my view and so i gone from being a regular 16 year old to having take care of my sister Child. who is very, very emotional preg- very pregnant and very clingy to she mommy and then soon after we have a baby four months later we had a baby and at that point, yes. Oh, so how you how you deal with her? I dealt with it by dealing with it. And now I had to do my CXC. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I'm an easy bright. I don't have to study. I don't have to do the long hours. You just bless. I feel like this like, is unfair because some of us couldn't had to really like dig down. I didn't have all of this to do, and then I still had to like batten down my hatches no, and study like No, I never like really crazy. did. And I know if I and I remember teachers always saying, Camila, if you do more, mm-hmm. if you really take life serious, you will be great. But I'm great already. So. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. It's like uh-huh. May had to do nothing really. You so didn't I had my school I had my schoolwork to do and then I had to take care of my sister who just gained a baby. Mm-hmm. And for her, I needed to be that support for her to get back to school. Yeah. At fifteen she's with a baby. Um, get back to school, do her CXC. She she went on to Avec because she's into skills. Yeah, so she's, she's a mm-hmm. chef. Uh-huh. So she became the valedictorian there, and then she went off to university. So, so your sister was gifted too. She was, she was bright. She, yeah, she's more into yeah, methods skip. and <laughs> stuff like that. Give me something administratively to do, and I'm okay with it. Because mm-hmm. for not, her, she needs to she, use she likes, her hands and yes. <laughs> so she went on to university. So at 18, I was already working a full time job, staying home with my nephew, so my sister could go off to university. And so, yeah, that's where I know. And that's why I say my mother is who made me who I am in that regard. Like, she taught us to be independent and self-sufficient, even if you have a man around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my father was the ultimate. He, he knew how to treat us. So I, that's why I mean, in a shit man, mm-hmm. no weak man. If you're not going to be strong. strong, don't even bother try. Wow. Man don't approach me neither. <laughs> I feel like my girlfriend said the same thing. Yeah. She's like, nobody does nobody man really don't approach me. me man. They, ain't see, they, you, they you, probably don't know. You you know you know why it probably is sometimes though, it's that it's not an easy you're not easy target. You check what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if if a guy is going out here and like looking for the most difficult no. hill to climb, he's exactly. looking for a woman who just maybe and this is not by all means, trying to diminish anybody, but he's looking for a woman who is like easygoing and you know not so confident. Because if you're too confident, I don't gotta work hard and may okay. really ought to do this. Because ain't nothing they could offer me that exactly. I can do for me, or I already ain't that I'm self-sufficient and reliable and could do for myself. So if I want your own, it's because I want your own. Mm. So then, genuinely like it. Yes. Yeah, so 
at 18, I was already taking care, going to... Basically a mommy. Yeah. Going to school meetings and everything and so on for my nephew, whom I raised. His mother came back from school, but until today, he lives with me Mm. and has never really lived with his mommy. So I'm the mommy, she's the auntie, but... Mm-hmm. She's the mommy and I's the auntie. You understand? I understand. They was, yes. They, but they, does he? I mean, how old is he now? He's nineteen now. He's nineteen years, and he still calls you. I'm his aunt. He said auntie. Okay, okay. So he he grew he knows the words like he never ever called me mommy. Okay, so he never me ever auntie. called me mommy. But he knows when they say who to call. Call call, call, call auntie. Auntie, mm-hmm. auntie right? Cami. Yes, yeah, so I'll be there and so so I raised my nephew. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big woman, long time. <laughs> You're a big woman from from what? From 16? sixteen. Yeah. Did you did you go to college or did you did you? I do... did my degree online, and by twenty one, I had already done my first degree. Mm-hmm. I had bought a house. At twenty two, I had my first house. At twenty two, the same year, I had a brand new car, and. Uh, come come. Yes. Okay, we're gonna slow. We're gonna slow down, and we're gonna just dissect this a little bit. Mm-hmm. How? How? At 21, you said you already had a degree at this time. Yeah. So from, from between the ages of 16 and 21, you had a degree. Yeah. By 21, had a degree. Had yeah. a house. Yeah. And had a car. Yeah. At 21. Yes. Camilla. And that's because, <laughs> yes, I did all of that. How, how, like, okay, so, so break this down. What is, the, what is this? How did this, this occur? Because some of us... Still working on a lot of these things. Yeah. Oh, what Truthfully, did you I had a solid job. Mm-hmm. I started teaching. Okay. So I love children in that way. Teach and then go home. Now I have my own male lecturing. Oh. So there's a difference. <laughs> me dying for me. That's the truth though. Yeah, that's my honest truth. You know, some people like sometimes say I don't like children and people get offended. Oh, how you could, how you could I have say to that, be yeah. totally honest. I don't like them. There's too much of fragility and care and mm-mm. I mean domestic anyway. So may want the dirtiness and the mm-mm. Plus I have all boys because I have my stepson. Uh-huh. My nephew who I raised as my son. My and stepson, your, uh, who and is 15, son? and my son now, who is 9. So, children and pets may want them no more. What? Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> so, so, you don't, okay, so you don't so like, me, you don't like children. But yeah, they have this back Let pedal. me go back to mm-hmm. how I was able to do this. So I taught for a short time, and then in 2002, I joined Social Security. Mm-hmm. By 2005, that's 18, I was 18. By mm-hmm. 2005, I had already done my degree, and so I had a good boss. She took a chance on me. Mm. I remember my salary. I remember doing my degree and having to pay 500 US a month and working for $1,500. But I was what? home. I was living yeah, at home living. with my father. Mm-hmm. and So you were covered at least. I was the... covered. So I paid her, and then nothing else was there to do. Mm-hmm. And he understood that for the three years that I did my degree. This is what I'm going to have to... Yes. And as soon as I finished my degree, I went up, I took a drive the very same day and I found this community and I live there now. Clico Housing. Uh That's up up near the area? Yes. That's by the Anglican Church you go through there. Mm -hmm. And they had this community. And I drive through there and I see these houses and I ask a lady. I didn't know who she was. Mm 
about the houses. And she said, yeah, man, these two available. Guess who that person was? You know, ma. Alan? Alan. That was my first interaction with her. She was unpacking to move into her home. Mm -hmm. And then she said, yes, it's a new community. And these two leave. And I bought one. And the guy who I was with, he bought the next one. So... That was that. I went down to my work. I told her, Stephen, why are you watching me? You're wide open. Like. What level of serendipity is this? Yeah. That's I need to drive around more and just ask people questions. That was my, that's my reality. And so... <laughs> we're going we're gonna to definitely talk about your mental state more. But go ahead. So continue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we drove. I, got, I went back to work and I told my boss, mm -hmm. I'd like to buy this house. I saved $10,000 between... 2002 to 2005 and I'm willing to give you this as my down payment and she, she gave me that she gave me a loan and I was paying for my house and that's how I got my house and this is like is it like a personal me to you loan or is it like no, a loan from the institution oh so, so social security gave you a loan yes but I, I did not they don't do that anymore no it was it's, it's like a is a staff oh it's a staff thing okay. it's a staff loan facility wow that's amazing buying uh -huh. this will make me work in social security <laughs> apply <laughs> things have changed though because yes, of course. that's, I could that's imagine. a long time ago yeah that's 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 a decade at least a decade and a half yes and i've been a homeowner since then i continued to live at home mm -hmm. i had my house on rent <laughs> And so... Who was advising you to do these things? Nobody. So this is just you, just... I saw opportunity. Why go live in a house? I live in my father. Mm -hmm. So why go live in a house and take on the expense of electricity and blah, 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 blah. And I have my father. I live at home in a four-bedroom house. Wow. Uh -huh. And I have my nephew. So why uproot this thing to go to say I live in my house? Mm. And I had my house on rent for eight, ten. Yeah. I only moved in my house two years ago. Because even though I had this house on rent, mm -hmm. I made an addition onto the house. So I was able to generate two sets of rental income while I was home. This is, this is you know, it's amazing that like you probably think like, Stephen, this is nothing. That's why I was asking Stephen when you Most want to talk to me. Most people do not think like that. Yeah. In fact, I think like the, the general consensus, the general culture is that you want to move out as soon. Most people as soon as possible, yeah. really. You see, and I, as I said, I have three boys and I encourage the 19-year-old. His first thing is he wants to move out. The next thing is he wants a car. Mm -hmm. And I say, you don't need to do these things. You're not under any pressure. I, I mean to strict. Mm -hmm. Just follow the little bit of rules that I have. Just a few. Just a few. And he could, be very, he could be very honest with me. Mm -hmm. I think I'm one of the coolest. I'm not too overly strict. Like mm -hmm. last week, as going off topic, my mm -hmm. son got his report. And I just watch it and laugh. I say, bye. <laughs> the scene where middle one take life serious this child ain't this taking life serious this is, this is, and this is the nine year old yeah this is my nine year old and his maths are incredibly good and he came nine so I'm saying but if we really put in some effort cause we like, could be how I go study now my mommy I got it 
the same where mommy is always like that. Like where we don't have to study, we follow something, we expose to it, we read it, we keep it in our head. We don't need to read all of it to get it, and that's so much of it. That's him. And I, I sometimes I say, "Koi, let's go study." I mean, he took up the book, and then we're talking one thing to the other, concourse, stimulators, the all kind of things, and then we're gonna go sleep and ain't study. So it's like amazing to see that he just like he you. He just has everything like me, everything. But, but doesn't that doesn't that inspire? Is is it that he is the exception? Is he still the rule when it comes to like you're not really liking? Children, is it is it is it is it that he is different because he's an he likes you? Your your son is an adult. He's an adult. He's a nine year old adult. Big man. Trust me. Like he understands on a level. He's very like recently I had a little surgery there and he's we went to an ATV tour Saturday. Mm-hmm. And while riding, because he's very much an adult, as I'm saying, he's in control. The guide has recognized that he has this skill already. And so he came back around and he said, Mommy, are you okay? The bump's hurting you and so Try standing up on it so when you're going over and so Yeah, he's very much like into... He's an adult. And like even, even navigating like the social... Like does he navigate... He's easy. He don't like children parties. He wants to go to Uber Soka Cruise. What? <laughs> He's like an adult. He like liming and stuff like that. And he like liming with people your age? Yes. What? Ask Uncle Gaffey. Ask Uncle Gaffey. <laughs> Trust me. Wow. Okay. So, okay. <clears throat> is he, is he, is he um, different? Because you, you raised your nephew. Is your nephew similar? Or is he, I have three boys and they're all very different. Mm-hmm. The big one, my 19 year old. He is still finding himself. Mm-hmm. He, Which is fine. I think at 19, I didn't really know. Where no. Was at 19, and I keep telling him, at 19, I was raising you. You were already three, four years old. Mm-hmm. So you got to level up. The 15-year-old, he is totally laissez-faire. He does absolutely nothing. He is totally unbothered. He says he wants to be an architect, but not doing anything at all towards to it. To reach that level. But the nine-year-old, the nine-year-old is going to run our businesses. He is the one, if you come to the bar and he's there, he's going to be the one to approach you and ask you what you want. He's going to leave you, run out on the sand, pull up a beach chair. He's going to go into the kitchen. He's going to go into the office. He's going to ask if your bank account number is right. That's the nine-year-old. Very, he's entrepreneur, very he, enterprising. Very, very enterprising. Mm-hmm. The rest of them think they're going to just get the money, but answer. Me and Miguel went to watch a, a movie uh, last night. Complete tangent. It's called Knives Out. Uh-huh. Um, it's a very good movie. I, I rate it highly. But it was a similar situation. Like a guy died and everybody thought, like, oh, this, this inheritance. Nah. And just the last middle finger. Just, it, was, it was a really good, it was a really good film. But I, it just made me, makes me think that a lot of us, like, not a lot of us, but some people do feel like life is just going to kind of, like, congratulate you and, oh. like, kind of give you something, even if you did nothing. It's like, you, you, it's old. And that, and I think, us as parents, we've done this to the children. Mm. We've made it so easy where they think that they just see things coming. They don't recognize the hours that we spend up. 
they don't recognize the sacrifices that we make because we make it look so easy all they see is the pretty face they don't see behind the backstage mm -hmm. where the wires out and you gotta pull a plug from here to fix a problem over there and so they don't see that we my son and so we've up. been to where we've been for the year we've all my whole family jamaica mexico what else we went like they don't see they the don't sacrifice see the of this happening uh, sometimes I know the little one does really recognize it, but the rest of them I think may no boy. Is it is it that do you think that you should expose children to the You should expose the, the difficulty children. Or? you should expose them to the difficulty. You should get them involved in your businesses so they can think it's just some magic. It's no magic. It's hard work. And they gotta get involved in it. Do you think we do a good enough job again? In we don't do a good enough job as black parents. Mm -hmm. We don't do a good enough job of making sure our children do the hard work. You go by the Chinese, you see the children down there in the crib. Eh? You true. go by the Indians, you see the children around. Check out with black businesses with children home on the PS4. And it's a problem. And enjoying. It, the thing is, uh, to me, it's a lot of wasting of time because you don't have any direction. Mm -hmm. Like... If you spend all your time in front of the television, like what, what, what are you aspiring to do? You're aspiring to watch more TV. Well, they said I want to be gamers. Now, what they said I want to be and YouTubers. <sighs> you, you know, it, it, it's funny because I was talking to me, my mother the other day, and I said, um, you know, when we were growing up, we all thought that we would be millionaires. You know, but like this boy now, you know, you're thirty, uh -huh. you're supposed to be racking in these millions of dollars. Um, because we saw people making millions of dollars. We saw um, entrepreneurs just coming up and like Facebook this and all these different uh -huh. inventions and stuff. And you just assume that, man, I'm going to be good at something and just make a million dollars. And the world, like, it doesn't work like that. No. It's one in a billion. Like, how, how much billionaires are there in the world? There are 2,100, I think it's 50-something billionaires, right? Yeah. In the world, mm -hmm. 2,100. There are 7 billion people. I think 7.5. Billion people in the world, and yeah. there are only 2,150 something billionaires. Because we cannot be everything. You cannot. The, so the likelihood <laughs> of you just ending up with an unlimited flow of cash, the, the likelihood of it, I'm not trying to discourage anybody. Reach for the stars, do what you have to do. Yeah. But again, the likelihood of you just bucking up, <laughs> just like waking up one day and like some rich hedge fund manager just saying here cam you could have my billion dollars yeah. in in and do whatever you want without any strings on any that is unlikely very you have to do something the the, the the better chance you have of making a sustainable life is to actually get up and, and do, do something. something yep and you know talent is everywhere but opportunities where the limit is Everywhere you go, have talent, great talent. Because right here in Sink is we have very talented. Amazing. Everything is, everybody's amazing. talented. Amazing. But the opportunities where the scarcity is. And mm. the people who rise, the thing is, why, why I look up to you, keep asking where I brought you on the shop. Yeah. You keep asking this because you don't see what you do as, as great. No, I think but, I'm very ordinary in that way. Although I know I'm no ordinary woman. Okay. Again, I think that's a good differentiation. Yes. The thing is, in the entrepreneurial space, what I realize, which is great, is that there are a lot of female, a lot more female entrepreneurs than when I was growing up, I didn't really see them. I didn't see them the same way I see them now. Yeah. Because 
when I was growing up, I didn't see hairdressers as entrepreneurs. And hairdressers are amazing oh, entrepreneurs, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, certain jobs, I just didn't see them falling in that line. And again, you get older, you, you, you stop yeah, this naive yeah. nonsense. But you are an entrepreneur. Beyond everything, you are an entrepreneur. You're an in, you invest and you reap returns. And you stay investing and reaping returns. You might not see it as a big deal, but <laughs> it is. That's more work than any returns, you know? But I, uh, I don't even know if I've accepted that I'm an entrepreneur. What do you accept? What do you accept yourself as? In that sense, I'm a worker. Because I don't want to ever feel like I've reached my limits. Mm. And in business, there are good days and bad days. And oh wait, no, sometimes I feel in more bad days. Damn but good days. it's all a part of the process. So I don't want to ever feel like I'm labeled as a. I feel like I'm the worker. I have to. I don't do the mistakes. That's my only. We can get into that because I have talked about <laughs> that because I want to hold. Anyway, That's but my only part. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be the one sweeping. I'll do it if I absolutely have, have to. to. Mm. But my partner, oh God, he's the ultimate worker more than entrepreneur. He's everywhere. He wants to do shopping. He wants to drive the bus. He wants to pick up the staff. He wants to take them home. He wants to work in the kitchen. He wants to clean the bathroom. He wants to pull the chairs. He's the worker in that sense. Mm -hmm. I'm more of the behind the scenes, making sure that the engine is oiled, the wages are paid. And I'm the thinker. He's the doer in that sense. In so that we sense. make a good combination, although it's at sometimes it could be very combustible. Oh my God, because what? The, 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 the worker would butt head with what? The, the manage, the administration? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we need work- to do this. <laughs> and the you're worker- like, yeah. wait, hold on, not yet. Yeah. And yeah. I, I could imagine. And sometimes that. It, the roles flip because I could be like an ordinary worker too. Ain't every day I want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know? And he but would you classify as ordinary work? The same sweeping the floor, cleaning so the bathroom? That's why I say, you know, sometimes as the worker, you don't see the value in all that goes on behind the scenes, do eh? you? You just know you that you're working and you want your money. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I just want to play that role because it gets wearisome having to take the burden of being the brain and the provider and everything. Find a way to make this thing work. Yes. I think when I first started this, when I first started um, Blue Touch Productions, um, of course, I was chief cook, bottle washer and everything. Yeah. And I really, really liked the doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you give me the camera, I go out there, I shoot it, I come back, I edit it, mm-hmm. uh, and so on. I really didn't like the client thing, the meeting with people. I just, I found it to be a waste of time. But after a while, of course, the business grow. You got more people online now. You have somebody who works full-time with you now. And they yeah. deal with the administrative part. But you know, someday you got to show your face. You have to. And That's go how you and market. Yes. And also the decisions that you make don't just affect you anymore. They affect you. They affect the people that you're hiring, the freelancers <laughs> that come in. And on. sometimes, that's why sometimes it gets scary for me. Because when I think about... I don't want to do this anymore. I remember I have at least 36 Just families. Depending. Depending on us to make it right. For us to continue. And that's a big responsibility. It's so heavy. That's why it's like when you say I'm an entrepreneur, that's the part that scares me most. Mm. Knowing that I have this great responsibility. Not just to my family. 
because mm-hmm. we built and my partner Troy's Buddy Hendrickson he built this from his hands he had nobody to give him nothing and then we come along together as a team and we built this empire and sometimes when I do get weary and want to give up I remember that this is his sacrifice this was his last dime and he made it go so mm-hmm. I have to stick to it you gotta help you, you have yeah. to be there as a part the thing is man is it, it could get real heavy man because sometimes sometimes the business ain't really pulling in what you no. think it should be pulling in and yeah you still got somebody here like and and with all the respect to them it's easy to take it for granted it's easy to take the background for back for granted the yeah. people behind the curtain yeah because you don't really see them sometimes yes. it's like but i just want you working hard and they're just taking all the money but the thing is when they, when money is not being made money is one part of it managing it is a completely different yeah. section it's, it's okay to make money but to manage and distribute and all of that and sometimes when you ain't making money you still have to manage you and distribute still, exactly but again it, it's easy for the workers and sometimes to take the managerial part the administration for granted yeah sometimes the opposite side happens to the, yeah. it's easy for the administration to take the, the yeah. workers for granted everybody need everybody what i'm saying is on the administrative part when things are not green which in St. Kitts or maybe in every Seems wheel, to be a very long period. It sometimes now. could be long. Yeah. Like you would think, okay, things are gonna be brown, but we could we could manage brown. We could manage brown for a few months. Yeah. Like we maybe could manage brown for two, three months. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Mm. It starts to get a little tough. That t- second third month, they'll be like, God, come on, God, really? I need this, you know. Yeah. But like <laughs> it's a constant in my house, you know, like I, I know how to manage in that regard better than my partner. Mm-hmm. I know when to shut off the brain and close it down and go to sleep. Sometimes I turn over, 2 o'clock, he is on the side of the bed, crunching numbers. How we going to make How this? he going to do this happen? Sometimes he wake me up. Cam, what do you think about this? like, why are you sleeping? Like, no, get your pen, get your paper. This is what I'm thinking. Write it down. I was like, write it down. We still write it down. You got your phone. But that's when his mind is working most, you know? Mm-hmm. So... So he's a late night... Um, he's at 24 hours. 24 hours? There's no shutting off. And that's the scary part about him. There's no shutting down. That don't wear you... It wears me down. It wears him down. It wears down family time. Because he ain't no good to us. <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> but what do you... Like, how do you deal with that for true? Because, the, I mean, you have a full-time job. Yeah. And then you, you go home or you go back to your dwellings yeah. right and you're still de- dealing with the other stuff yes so when does the together stuff how does that work it has to work otherwise i, I would it's, feel like you would already be it's say, very hard it's very 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 hard um i do always get what i want so when Can I imagine say, right you're saying something like that and you're telling me why i wouldn't want you on this shot like no, why i'm serious like I do always get what I want. When I say it's time for us to take a break and buying the tickets, mm. everything is, and we're leaving. If you fall apart while we're here, we're not here. So we can't fix it. So that is how I get him to spend time. It's very hard. So mostly going to be me and my children or me by myself. And I like it, eh? I like the me by myself thing. Oh. Because it gives me time to appreciate the strength of who I am mm. and what I stand for and why I could be the way I am. I could tell him how I feel and move on. And when I go back home, my house should be in order. 
understand it shouldn't be so much that it breaks us down. Mm. But he works. He likes to work. And then sometimes he does want to get a little attitude. Where you got to go here and where you got to do there? And so where you got to stay over there? Where you got to walk over there? Are you going? Because at the end of the day, my mental health, mm-hmm. my social wellness is important to me. If I'm not good functioning, I can't help you. That's a good point. In the business. That's so, a good point. Men into no housework neither. Okay, so how this housework? Because you say you raise your nephew. How you raise your nephew and you're not I have great domestic? Support. <laughs> I have great support in that for 10 years mm-hmm. after my mother left, I did not speak to her. So... Uh, only now when I became pregnant my father had died in 2008 my condolences yes um, and I got pregnant and I just had this earning to reach out to my mother I think he really did come and tell me but me and I feel into those things it's time to put an end to the, to the, to the yeah you only got she I ain't here and stuff like that and when I went to her she said, I was waiting on you. For 10, ten years? Uh-huh. I didn't speak to her. But she did she try to get? She did. But, but you I am self-sufficient. I ain't as an army by myself. I ain't need nobody. Mm. So when everything else fails, I have me. You can't be so reliant on people that you can't stand up for yourself. So me could take care of me. I think I have a balance. Yeah. I do acknowledge I need I need people, but at the same time, if they abandon me. Whatever. I, I won't die. No, I, I exactly. Mm-hmm. So, we grew a relationship. Mm-hmm. And as I said, I had good support throughout. My mother does cook every day. So, me got to cook. And I like that. Wow. And this was how it was before she left, right? This is how it was before she left. So, she did the cooking and so on and so on. Um, did your dad cook when he was? when he was? Yeah, my dad was very much a domestic person too. Some I know that something gonna be there for me to eat. Some meaning to the cooking and the cleaning and so on. And that's why I work my brain so much. So that you don't have I to I don't need to. It, I gonna be thinking and still got to go do the hard work? I feel like that's why you don't got to No, <laughs> dying for me. Seriously. Dying for me. Um I can't be everything and I mm. gotta recognize what I'm not going to do. And that ain't for me. I ain't into the let me ask you this because I think, if I'm gonna be honest, I think the person I'm with is 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 similar. Mm-hmm. Not that she's not. Let me not. I'm not talking bad about her, but she's not. That's not her focus at all. Like she is very, she's very like socially aware, very social, but she's also very business oriented. Yeah. So like if she's like in my presence, something like she on she phone and she like yeah. dealing with customers and yeah. trying to plan out what the next step is. Always. Always. That that's how she is, right? Yeah. Which, which, the question I'm asking is this. Was that difficult at any point, like relationship-wise? Was no. that a difficulty between you and your partner no. at any point? I, you got to make money. You got to survive. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be the, to the point where you can't disconnect at all. Mm-hmm. So Ian, like, I've ever heard him say, put down your phone, I want to talk to you. I would recognize when he wants to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Likewise, he has his all the time, probably more than me, because oh. he wants to be the chef, the cook, the cleaner, whatever. The wash everybody. Everybody. So mm-hmm. there's always him moving his phone and always me moving my phone. So we've never had an issue. But of course, there's a certain point 
where you know you ain't supposed to be doing it. Like, mm-hmm. me and you can't be together at 2 o'clock in the morning. Who who you going to be messaging? It, it, so? At 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I send in an email. That's okay. <laughs> you send in an email, you're finished, and you're, you're you move on. Also. So it's never been a challenge. I don't ever recall us having an argument of you being on your phone or I being on my phone. But what about like the housework part of it? Like you say you're not domestic, you're not into that. Is it that you don't clean at all? Is it that you don't... What I is, like what is the limit? I like washing. You know why? Why? Laundry lotto. Whatever I find is mine. Oh my God. <laughs> I love <it>. so, <laughs> so even So even in the, the, in, the, in the chores, you're like, okay, well, there might it be... got to be. There might be a 15 here yes, for me. Yes, there has to be some incentive. Some incentive. So I like to wash. And so I do the washing. Uh-huh. I, have, I have cleaners. Mm. I have help. Um, Do you think that they are a worth in, a worthwhile investment? They are a worthwhile investment. Mm. My partner is not very comfortable with that. Like, why can't you? Yeah. What I'm saying. That's what I was asking because uh, that, that's. You see, the problem is, uh, it's not really a problem, but it's just it's just a perspective that I realize. Is it socialization? Yes, we grew up like knowing that somebody and sorry to say most of the time is mommy and still cook and still cook and no. clean and. And and take care of everything. No, I I will. I mean, <laughs> my mother takes care of that food part. Mm-hmm. We're both sorry. We're both busy. We're both out. Mm-hmm. We have big children. But for the life of me, even when they were babies, I wasn't a part of it like that. Really? No. They didn't have to offer boobs. No, on. my baby did not like my boobs. So I never had to be like bogged down with no child on my breasts and no and. Putting him first and Miss Lawrence, how is this? <laughs> how this world worked for you? Like what? How? So you didn't really have to commit to that? No, I did not. He did not want it, and he's been a great help to me. I remember when the doctor told me he's a a boy. I ball snot. I went back twice, pay me money twice because I wanted a girl so bad. Mm-hmm. But I know knows it. It did not work in my favor for me to have a girl child. I wouldn't be. Who Able. I am. Yeah. I can't do the platinum and the here and going to sit on going to dance recital. I don't like those things. You're so honest. This is the thing that gets me. <laughs> so, so okay. So, for him, even in his caretaking, like, weren't you, like, instrumental for that? Like, weren't you, like... <laughs> <laughs> like, you ain't believe me. Like, okay. Right now, mm-hmm. my son is by my mother's house. And that is how it's been. When I go home, mm-hmm. we socialize, we talk, we look over the schoolwork, and so on. Mm-hmm. The feeding, she don't feed him. If he wants a sandwich when we get home, we make a sandwich. Mm-hmm. So if he fell, she don't take care of the fall. By the time I reach, he's taking me the story about the fall. That's how it's been. And this works for you? This works for me, especially with my lifestyle where I have to... I have two jobs, mentally. Mm-hmm. I have one that I have to be at... I have two jobs where I sit there. I have my social life. Mm-hmm. So this is perfect. That is how I know for certain. I will never have another little human being. Because I don't know if my mother can care for her next child for next 18 years. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to do that to her. She needs her time too. And I ain't want nothing else who in my body. Or my mind. You got me completely <laughs> stuck, man. Like normally in these shows, like it, nothing really surprises me. But this is surprising yeah, to me. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not into the domestic thing. 
a new game, boy. That's the thing that gets me. Like, I remember I had a friend who was the same, uh-huh. very much the same. Her mother used to take care of her. Like, she father was, like, very, like, yeah. into the whole cleaning thing. He was more of a cleaner, not a cook. Yeah. But he wasn't the cleaning thing. And she grew up in the house where she didn't really have to do much. She had older siblings as well. So she's, like, the baby. Yeah. And everybody takes care. Of the baby. Of the baby. I'm not the baby. I'm just the boss. I'm, oh, I've always you. been the boss. My big brothers, they have to... They have to fall in line. They have to fall in line. <laughs> and you say it without any water. You know, that's, that just gets me. But, okay. But the thing is with her, when she got she got pregnant, she got uh-huh. a child, she got a beautiful daughter. And I saw a complete 180 change. Mm-hmm. I mean, when she got she child, when she got her daughter, she, about a year in, she got a house, her own house. So whatever. she doing it. And now she's like, she's completely, to me, she flipped. Uh-huh. I and mean, it, was, it was a surprise to me because she was like, I'm not Betty Crocker, I don't do the, I don't do the whole yeah. The whole normal yeah. woman thing, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you, she get a child, and all of a sudden she cooking, she cleaning. I just see, it, she, you know, them aprons. I didn't even know people are still buying them. I don't even have one of those. I don't have one either because I feel like it's very. No, yeah, I'm a man. I'm a kitchen man. Uh-huh. Like I don't do the kitchen feminine thing. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Be a chested Indian. I got my. Correct. You know what I'm yeah. But what I'm saying is like she changed. Yeah. So I thought like, and this is me, my naivety, mm. that when a woman gets a baby, like she, there's some shift. Um, and you're telling me for you, there wasn't. No. What I did find happened to me is that I lost my sense of who I was mm. for about four years. I wasn't able to go out like think out like things that I normally would want to attend I couldn't get to do it and it wasn't like so much that the child is a clingy baby because as I said he didn't suck any titty mm-hmm. he wasn't like that but I just couldn't find my sense of who I am and it happens to every woman mm-hmm. you struggle after pregnancy to find back your identity because things don't ever go back to what, to they, what were. they were mm-hmm. you look different you feel different you smell different things about totally different so I struggled in that sense, but a part of me being domestic and stuff like that, no. That's never happened? It, no. I wash. And you find you, you do the and laundry. And I enjoy laundry washing. Laundry I really laundry. do like laundry. <laughs> Yo, that thing got me, listen, got me laughing, man. It's like, yeah, because you could play the laundry lot. And I'm like, laundry lot? Or you're going to find a sock that you didn't put in there? Like, no, no. like, I'm going to find money. Yeah, I'm going to find something. Oh boy! Okay. That days when you ain't find it, like what? Nothing, not even a five. Not even a five. Like what, boy? This is really a brown season, but it's only really. it's only when I moved out. I'll be honest. I was I was very much not the very domesticated kind of person uh-huh. until I moved out on my own, and that is when I realized what my mom was trying. Cause my mom is ve- she is. I don't know how she just do it. She's uh-huh. a nurse. She works shifts. Still used to hold on cleaning, cooking, yeah. laundry, everything. Yeah. My dad picked up a broom a few times. A, f- a broom, not a mop. A yeah. broom. Because I don't think he... I don't even know if he got his skills. But he worked a lot. Like he was... He's a, a maintenance guy. He does do carpentry and them kind of things. So he works a whole lot. It's not yeah. that he's a slack or anything. Yeah, when dad work hard. But my mom did everything. And I was the recipient of a mother All who did that. everything. Yeah. Cook, clean. If she could scrub your face, yeah. she would scrub your face. But then you wouldn't like that. So, <laughs> But when I left, 
it's when I realized like, yo, these things important, you know, that like like this sweeping map. I didn't even know why mapping was necessary until I moved out. Like, why even mapping? Mapping for but just sweep the floor college. No, you gotta you, no, you, you gotta have to map. Map yeah. isn't you gotta clean it up. Mm. And like keeping things out and in, all of a sudden I realized, okay, I was paying attention. Because some of the things I didn't know I could do, like wash and hand and so. Like I could wash on hand. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was paying attention enough to have these skills. And like now that I'm where I am, like I could appreciate everything. Yeah. Like I could appreciate that sacrifice. It is a sacrifice to it get up is. and clean a house. I think I do a lot. You probably as a boss lady. I do a lot. I do a lot. So and I can't be everything. So I know I, where I need help, and I need help there. Like, and and no matter what, that's that's how you are. That's how I am. I cook on Sundays, once a week, maybe. It's been months, but nobody dead, so we good. <laughs> yes, everybody is fine. I'm sure he would like things to be a bit different, but this is who he chose. I can't pretend to be what I am not. If I came to him saying, boy, I'm going to give you the hottest meal every day. He could got some kind of story to come with, but he could never say he hear Camilla say she going to cook. I do cook and I'm, I go, I'm good at it. Oh, you are? You cook? Yes, it. I cook. Um, up to today, one my, my cousins asked me if I'm going to do the lasagna for Christmas. They will get that when we all come together. And you know you have to bring a dish. You'll bring your lasagna. Yes. There's one brother every year. He said, I can bring the drink. So we all know he can bring the drink. Okay, we know. Does Spuddy do anything? Does he does he does he cook, cook? or does he Okay. Does he fill up the, the spaces <laughs> in between the cleaner and your mom? No, not in terms of cooking. I mean not in terms of laundry and stuff. Cause when I travel I like to wash, but when I travel, trust me, when I come home all the laundry there, eh? They will open new packs of underwears, new undershirts because they ain't washing. I like to wash. I actually do it because I like it. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. And the laundry lotto. I <laughs> may want nobody else have a chance to win the laundry lotto. It's only you. You are the only one playing. Only me washing. Um, but cooking, every now and again, he cooks. He makes breakfast. And I really like when he makes breakfast for us. It means he spends some time. Because try this coming in 5 o'clock in the morning. And ready to go by six o'clock. I don't know how he does it. Yo, that's different level. Yeah. And I I'd be very concerned about him like that. I don't want him to burn out himself. I ain't wanna look after no vegetable night. That's true. Yeah. I want us to be able to enjoy each other's company for a long, long time. time yeah. Mm-hmm. Um So he makes breakfast. <clears throat> he makes mm-hmm. and huh, when he says he's gonna cook your bear boy KFC so long, cause he's gonna be like Three o'clock in the afternoon, and he up since six a.m. trying to cook, but you ain't gonna get till three o'clock in the afternoon. But so. then, how does he help? With how does he? How when he's he, up in the kitchen. When he over there, he's over there like focused. But home. Oh, he unfocused. We, he unfocused. He want go back go watch the menu again where the pot going and it's all over the place. Mess. So I might as well, guys. Let's just order something. KFC. Yeah, until he done. It's funny because I think you while talking to you, I've seen this work. Fine. It works. Because if you're focused on, okay, we're going to make sure these investments are trying to turn over. Uh-huh. And we're putting our brain space and our time and our energy to try to make sure that we're at least making enough of a profit that we could live a decent life, right? Yeah. And then you could just pay everybody to do everything. 
Like, if you need somebody to clean, like, $150. He like it, eh? He like it, but... Well, is, it, is it that he doesn't like it because he feels like it doesn't accomplish the role? It or? accomplishes the role, and he loves when the place is in order because he can't be with misorder, even though he does do it. Um, but <laughs> it's enough that's not the place. But I think in his socialization, he himself feel like, I should do it. That's yeah. the woman's role. But there's no such thing as a woman's role. Mm. Are you going to do what you want to do? So at the end of the story, it done there, according to the young people. I'm going to do what I want to do. So we're both happy that way. Because if me happy, nobody going to be happy. And I just gone crazy, you know, when things ain't going my way. Cam, you have a very interesting philosophy. I don't know if it's a philosophy I I have. I don't have that philosophy. Oh. I think I think for me it's more, um, it's different. Like I don't think things will go my way particularly. Like I'm not expecting things to go my way. Mm-hmm. What I do expect is for people to behave a certain way. Like for example, I always think people do things in their best interest. Like if I'm talking, if I'm dealing with you. I assume that if I could find out what you want, that's what you're going to be working toward. Mm-hmm. And with that, everything else just falls kind of exactly. in line for me. Like exactly. If, if I know what you want, or if I know what you're trying to do, I assume that no matter what your dealings with me are, you're going to try to do that. Mm-hmm. So what I've found to do, especially in my circles as like family and friends, I mean, strangers are, di- are, are the same, but still different because I might not care so much, uh-huh. too much about them. I might empathize, but not really. I'm, you're not in my thoughts. But like in my circle, I understand that they have things, they have goals that they want to achieve. Mm-hmm. The, my usefulness is yes, love and support, but it's also how can I help you to achieve these goals? And that's kind of my philosophy. Like what, what am I doing to help? Or what am I doing to, to not only just accomplish my dreams, but to help other people accomplish theirs? Like especially people that I love and care about. Like what am I doing? Like, and, and I feel like my, my whole life purpose is, is sort of like with responsibility. Like I have a responsibility to do certain things. Well, I don't want to come over as... No, you come over I'm a uh, bossy boss. I've never known you to be that way. Yeah, <laughs> or that I'll throw a tantrum. But usually things go in my favor. Mm-hmm. And not to sound like I blame my own horn, but that's the way they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I'm looking out for the best interests of my home. I'm looking out for the best interests of the businesses. And ultimately, I give my best when I am at, at my, my best. best. Mm-hmm. And for me to be at my best, I need to socialize. I need to manage my house. I need to manage my businesses. I need to do it all in a way where I don't feel pressured. Appreciated, yes. Valued for what I put in. Mm-hmm. And we, we good. And you're good. And I can't be everything to everybody. And I know a lot of people in business, especially those who work close to me, they sometimes say, she's too, to the point. I took course. I see the end point. I don't want to know all the little details because I don't want to get emotional. Oh. I don't mm-hmm. want to make emotional decisions. decisions. Give, so me the, give me the, the bottom line. Yes. And you know... Sometimes as women in business, they want you to get emotional. Because it's a, they, they could exploit it. No, me ain't there. 
they could exploit I done, it. I don't see that end point already. So I don't want the, all the nitty details about You're what's right. going on in the background and so on. I'm looking at the results. I'm looking at what's in front of me. And I want to make a decision. You're right. I, I think a lot of guys does, does do that. It's manipulative. Like, um, I remember one lady, she used to be in these board meetings. She was the only woman in these, in, on this yeah. board. I'm not uh-huh. going to say who the board, but the only woman on this board. And what they used to do, I used to see this happen. It's just a dog pile, I know. Yeah. And like, when I said dog pile, I know, like, get her to like switch positions because she had more rank than some other people. Yeah, yeah. Um, HR, manager, whatnot. So they used to like kind of dog pile and like, re- like try to get her to get as emotional yeah. as possible. And I'm not going to get there. Because when you're emotional, you, you're not thinking logically. Oh, you got it. You know, and it's funny because in our relationship, in my home, try and get emotional. Either get emotional home. Mm-hmm. At work, he's the emotional one. Me is the cut truth. What is this? That's it. You cut through the BS one time. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Are we making this? Or are we not making this? Is this person working or they ain't working? Correct. He know got a little more empathy. But, like, but, but Cam, mm-hmm, like, but like, Cam. I don't want to hear it. You know, and something he tried to back me in a corner, but I just still said no. And it's not. That's how I feel because at the end of the day, I have to take an interest in what happens in our home and the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Them two things, the home and the bottom line. If it ain't making sense to the bottom line, I don't want it. If it's affecting the home, I don't want it. And, and you cut it, you cut through it with it, just damn cut yeah. it over. I, th- I think, you know, people, people don't like directness. No. Because it makes them, makes them uncomfortable. Oh, I just was going to say, that's the word, uncomfortable. It makes them very uncomfortable. And I think it, it's multifaceted because sometimes it makes, it makes them uncomfortable because they don't have the confidence to do it. Uh-huh. Like, to be straight with somebody and say, look, yeah, but may I like it. You know, like, to say something like that or to say, like, that ain't make no sense? No, we ain't doing that. Yeah. To do that takes a level of, like, you gotta be, you gotta be, you gotta be like, you just got to be confident. You got to be really confident in order to make people feel or uh, to say no. One time I remember, <laughs> I remember this guy gave me some advice. Because I went to him for a meeting and I wanted something and he completely dismantled my argument. And I, I really went with my tail between my legs. <laughs> and before I left, like he realized, like I know I just got played. But I didn't have enough understanding experience to deal. He was much older than me, so like, well, well played. And before I left, he said, don't enter into a negotiation, right? If you don't have A, a, a second option, mm-hmm. and B, the, 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 the ability to expressly say, this doesn't work for me. No. You have to be able to say no. And it's not good enough just to say no. You have to have an option. Because if you say no, and you, like for example, if you're going to, if I work for social security and I come to you and Cam is my boss, I say, Cam, Miss Lawrence, sorry. Miss Lawrence, <laughs> um, I really think I deserve a raise. Um, I've been working really hard and I'm putting in a lot of hours. And you look at me and you say, ain't no raise. No, mm-hmm. no, we can't. At this point, can't afford to. We, we can't, can't be putting our resources there. We have to do some investments and we can't do that. And I'm like, well, okay. Well, I guess I'll leave in the business then. Okay. And you say, oh, okay, well, it's nice having you. Like, where was my nego? There's no, there's no tactic. And especially if I don't have another job lined up or something, then I just 
cancel the job, especially yeah. if it was it wasn't a great job, but it was a good job. And it's a stable one. And it's a stable one, uh, and you just kind of just kick your own ass, just kick your own butt, <laughs> and you know have to walk out of an office having lost because you had no option. Yeah, there was nothing else there. Like if you're going into a negotiation, you have to have there must be some somewhere that you could say no, and you have to be able to say no and mean it. Not just say no to hope they say yes, but say no and hey, look. Yeah, yeah well, you're okay with it. I'm okay. That's fine. Yeah. And if you don't have that, then you don't have any, you don't have any, um, you really shouldn't be at a negotiating table don't at all. Don't go until you're ready. Don't go until you have that. Yeah. And he taught me that, but I never forget that. Boy. And it's like, it really has influence. Like, it's not to say it's like power players and you're trying to like, because no, you're really you must, trying to. You must know what your value is. Exactly. You must know what you're worth. And that is why I see you're going to get calm for who she is. I'm not trying to pretend I ain't like, like, I'm not a girly girl. I like to dress, but being a girly girl. Like, you ain't going to see me pretending that I'm enjoying sitting down watching the models. I don't like those things. I don't like pageants. I don't like, I don't like to sit down in one place. Mm. I need to move and shake and so I can't. So you're going to see calm and get what you see. I ain't pretending there's none of that with me. What do you think about, like, I mean, in terms of GMS, because GMS is... Oh. <laughs> gurus, mages, and sages, right? Yes. Yes, gurus, mages, and sages. Maniacs. Maniacs. Gurus, maniacs, sages. Yes. What what inspired GMS? Well, you, you were there from the start, I'm guessing. No, I You weren't? No. Oh, snap. How come I felt like it was you and Garth and... No. What happened is that... I'm detailed in that way. So, and Garfield and I have been friends. So he would bounce ideas off of me. And then we bounce in ideas. And then I realized I'm so much involved in this growing thing. That it became, let me ask Cam. And Cam became the second. And so it came from me just listening to his thoughts and bouncing ideas to being so integral. That is just, majorly it's just the two of us. Mm -hmm. And James is, GMS is so much more than a party for us. Mm. Um, sometimes it's blood, sweat, and tears for Trudeau, you know, because we've created a party, an entity that we wanted some place to go to and celebrate dressing up and so on. It, it flew off. It comes such a big thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a fashion maker event in St. Kitts Nevis. Sometimes, though, when we look at the bottom line, we're so happy, and then we, we're not getting the level of sponsorship that, that you want mm -hmm. that we would want in order to create a greater experience, experience. but it is good it mm -hmm. is great for what it is mm -hmm. so that is how i became involved in gms um and we do more than just the events we have we're both from the same community mm -hmm. so we have a non-profitable um group called the Mackie street community group where we have other people from our community we get together we put on Christmas parties. We sponsor oh. a child through scholarship. Yeah, we don't do things. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you have a community outreach part of it. Yes. Yeah. And it's called what? Market Street. Market Street Community Development Group, where we're both members of that group, along with James Bamman Hanley. He's the elder mm -hmm. in our community. Very much honored and revered. I've heard, I've seen Garfield post. Yeah, he's done so much for the community without any 
recognition and, and, and yeah we could do more in terms of honoring him himself but he's a great resource person mm-hmm. um so we have this group and we put on when you're coming down to where you call that test the standards mm-hmm. we have like an after school program we do have when school closed we have a school's out party so we have the pool and bouncing and so on. Sometimes we have summer camp where we have them for a week. So yeah, so we're very much involved in the community. Man, I would shape. have never known this. Yes. Had we not had this conversation. Mm-hmm. We do that. So GMS, so GMS is just GMS is one part of it, but yeah. the other part of it. So, so why? Okay, why did he start that? Why? Why? How did GMS like? How did that take off? What, 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 what was the inspiration for, for it? For GMS? For GMS, yeah. For GMS, as I mentioned, he would have wanted an avenue to... To just rewind dress. Rewind the musical clock, as oh. we just say. Mm-hmm. Um, elevate Nostalgia. the standard entertainment and dance the night away. So that is how GMS evolved. We also went into um, multimedia management. We did some work. We designed some um, menus and logos and stuff so for some entities. So we've done some of that as well. <laughs> Yeah, we just need some more effort in that way mm-hmm. and some more focus. Because, again, apart from GMS, Doc is a doctor. Doc is a doctor, yeah, yeah. And he runs a district. Um, and that takes a lot of effort. Plus, he has his own personal office and his own business, you know? So, me, on the other hand, have two jobs. So, it gets really loaded. It get, yes. So, if we had more than two of us... Mm-hmm. It might be a lot more. It would be great. You want me to join James? Sure, man. Anytime you're ready. <laughs> I'm not a party person at all. We don't party. Um, you know, upcoming is our 10th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And people are always asking us for a fashion element, like to have a fashion runway thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm looking to Leslie and Desi and all those people. To be involved to, you know, in let's it. get a fashion aspect on it as we go into the 10th year. We don't have the dates and just now we're going to be dropping artists who's going to be performing and stuff like that. I really, really, really like you guys. Oh. <laughs> like, not just GMS, but just you, Gaffy. I really like you guys. You know why? I think, like, it takes a certain level of um of fearlessness to do what you guys are doing. Like, and, and it's, it, of course, with you, come fearless completely, 100%. But, like, it just takes, as a company, as a brand, I think it just takes a level of fearlessness to try new things and to be, like, creative and to say, hey, look, this is the mold that has, is there, but we're not going to follow yeah. anything of it. We want to do this. We want to try this. We want to do this. We want to go to this event every year and do something else. And you know what we've noticed out of it? A lot more entities are coming along and mirroring and... Exactly. Propelling off of what we would have. And we have no problem with that at all. Like it's a pioneers. great thing. It's a great thing to see others are actually going out there and trying and bringing stuff. Some of the ideas we see, we said, boy, we thought about that, but we, we sit on it. And we stay too long. We stay, yeah. And yeah so, but we're happy to see it going. Because St. Kitts Nevis has enough for everybody to have. It does. It has it enough does. for everybody to have a piece of the pie. It does. And, you know, it's just, it's just the other day I was talking to Miguel about it. Like, when I first started, I used to complain. I said, man, I think it's too small. You know, people here and blah, blah, blah. No. Mm-hmm. You're thinking way too small. Yeah. Like, I wish something I could go back in time and just give myself a little slap. Like, <laughs> wake up, bro. Both. Yeah. But, like, it's true. Like, there is a market here. It's growing. People are becoming way more, like, 
entertainment focus, yes, but they want an experience. Like it's experience driven. Yes. We have an experience driven society. We we had more of a conf- like it was more back in the day it was a little bit more conservative. Very much conservative. But people are becoming way more experience driven. And I because would like of that, for it to get even more. It it's gonna happen, eh? Um we need to expand the nightlife. It shouldn't just be Friday. Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, there should be things to do. Yes. Lounge, comedy, theater, poetry, things to Stuff. do. Stuff. Yeah, you're supposed to got something yeah, to do. Yeah, something always going on, not just Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And but. just not like the pop-up event, you know, because we have a lot of those. We have a lot of pop-up events, like, you know, I don't want to <laughs> You know, like, yeah, cool affair, you got GMS, you have the, you know, yeah. you have Rockaway Red. But these things happen, they happen usually just once a year. Yeah. And there's a specific date for them to happen, yeah. which is fine. That's great. That's awesome. But, like, in terms of nightlife and night spots and, like, having, like, hey, I'm going to the pub yeah. sort of situation. Like, I'm going... That's still missing. Yeah, it's still that deal. Like, there are businesses that I think are trying, but somehow it just, the spark isn't... Yeah, I don't know. It's still a cultural thing. We'll have to change it over time. It's getting there. And if you look around, our neighbors are CARICOM nationals now. So that yeah. is helping a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they are more outgoing than us. Even though it's proven that we're the party longest, eh? Really? Mm. We could go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. But That's we true. don't do it. We, we, we don't. don't do it. As in... I've been observing juvies and carnivals around the region and so. Mm-hmm. kids, we got different set of behavior. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, we have a different set of behavior and we can go longer. Mm-hmm. They know they're more, what do you call it, subdued or laid back. Yeah. So it looks like they're out there longer, but we, we, we boil. Bad. We boil bad. <laughs> Nobody could walk up like a circus girl. No, it's true. I I am am amazed. Maybe the lotions them come close. Because the music is fast. Yeah, the music fast too. But saying kids, Mm -hmm. there are some young ladies with some particular talents. (laughs) It's like it's moving, but it might not be moving. Okay. And they practice this like an art form. And the thing is, I used to see it as lewd. Because again, I grew up in a very, you know... A very um, conservative home, uh-huh. um, Christian home. And, like, for me, it was always, like, lewd to me, right? But, like, as I grow up, you, know, you see things differently. It's like, no, man, this tech talent, this is not normal. No. You think, you think anybody just stand up and say, hey, let's go with us thing? It's, no, oh. it's not. It's, <laughs> it takes. And these girls, they'll be practicing. Uh-huh. Like, don't let it make you feel like, like it's only once a year. Oh. And they just come out and bam, bam. No, they'll be, they home, uh-huh. music playing, and... In the joy, uh-huh. they are practicing what they are doing. Mm-hmm. It's not just a wash your foot come story. These and when they go out there, they go out there with, with you know, with great representation. Yes, they go out there <laughs> to represent. That's true. That's I, I don't true. know. I I think you're right because we do trottle we trottle all of the events. Mm-hmm. Like there's a cutoff point. Juve has to end by this time. This has to end by this time, mm-hmm. and they, they enforce it. Yeah. Um, otherwise, people would just party until three yeah, in the morning. Yeah, sure. Trust me. Trust me. Non-stop. Inception, like, where's, where's, it's, 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 from night to morning. And I would like to see we come to a place where Inception could be one night and Cool Effect the next night mm-hmm. and Juve. 
And it's just like that. And, and it's well done in five days. Rather than this long, yeah, drawn out long thing. Season. Because it affects the tourism to it. Like, mm. nobody got two weeks to come out here to wait for the carnival. Mm. It should be Juve, then Cooler Fit, then Inception, and Parade Day, mm. and Last Sap. And it's done. Mm. Thursday to a Monday morning, and people go back where they're going Tuesday. Rather than this long, oh, drawn out. It's very, it's very long. I mean, and there are, there's so much other little, there's so much other events that happen. Carnival is, if you concise it to, if you try to concise it to five days, it's going to be something happening all the time. That's how it should be. Which would be, I guess, would be way more attractive for a visitor. We're yeah. going carnival yes. for five days. Exactly. I went Uber for five days. I'm a, it's like, I come back down here to this slow pace. I can't take it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> can we kill me? Yes. Campbell Uber is like five concentrated days. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, let's come into the realm. Um, I travel out there and I see we're out there and we can't tell people come. How are they going to come? And for what? How are they gonna get off two weeks from work? Because we got Juve ten days before, before we have parade. We can't work. We it's 10 days? 26 well, back up to the second. How much, Dabby? That's seven days? That's long. Eight, eight days? Eight days? Eight is yeah, 10. That's a week. Uh, that's yeah. Six. That's a week, you're right. Yeah, you're right, it's too right. long. It's too long. You're right. I don't, I don't know. I feel like Carnival will do okay. I feel like... I mean, I guess... Then again, I'm only looking at the locals. That's the problem. We can't look at the locals. And people say, oh, Music Festival is for the tourists. Nothing goes so. Music Festival is for the tourists. And... Carnival is for the nationals. They're both tourist products. Yeah. And nationals should, of course, enjoy them because we need money to mm -hmm. make things spin around. Yeah, and to make it value, to make it viable. Yeah. Because the thing is, I think what fools me is that you see a lot of people on the road, but to, to, uh, to go to the road is a free venture. You don't have exactly. to do anything. And it, that's, I mean... Juve, you could just go and jam. There's no... You don't have to actually pay for anything. There's no revenue. And then it's like, even if the revenue is coming, it's maybe not national revenue. It's it can be all right. Party. It can be all right. Gonna, I think... In time, it's going to have to go in that direction. I guess, I don't know. Maybe this might inspire somebody. I don't know. Maybe Noah is listening. Maybe Noah might not be there. Noah ain't too bad, you know. You listen, right? This guy, I don't know how he does it. But he is made from a different kind of cloth. He right. I like he cloth. Made from a different sort of stuff. You know, in St. Kitts, we have this tendency to pick on everything that we don't see as normal. Mm. But truthfully, how many of us going to carry something like carnival? I ain't going to tend to take on that kind of stress. No, no. Time, I don't even know where to start with exactly. that kind of stress. That is a lot of, that's a burden. No, no. Although he may be difficult for some of us to think, he's going to do the work. I hear him talking about um, people were saying that he made the route longer, which we're appreciative of. Revelers, not mm -hmm. the people who stand up on the side and ain't really want to exactly. And they were arguing about having drains on both sides. Noah said he went with him major and he took a friend and they measured the road. And he was able to quote the exact measurements on each side. I would not do that at a lawyer talk. And he said, did what? He did it to make sure 
that when people start to fact find, he has his facts. We ain't gonna do that with me. That is a gonna... preoccupation. Okay. He's so anal, right? He's so analytical that it could be anal. Yeah, he he's that level. Yeah. And to me, he I don't know if he does he bask in the criticism. It feels like he's having a good time. Oh, while we stress when out people himself. stressing out about, yeah. like he feels like he's like it's like a duck, like water. <laughs> what you say? It's like a <laughs> duck, you know, like water to just run off the back. Like, <laughs> the, this 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 year, he he walked it when he would when they were doing the opening to carnival. He had on a clown suit. Okay. He said, since I had to call me a clown, mm. I come up in my suit, in my okay. clown suit, right? Like. It's like you, you. It's like the ridicule in normal human beings, and I said normal meaning the general. Like I can't take on y'all and y'all criticism yeah. every day, every year. Yeah. Complain, 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 complain. Nobody bringing any solutions. Complain, 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 complain. Nobody thinking about the, the budget that's so stiff. Complain, 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 complain. I would have been like, "Boy, I'm grateful. I'm done with this. Yeah, Give me true. one year, done. I'm, I'm done." But he's sticking with it because how many of us will take it up? I know I don't want that job. May I want can't it. do it. I, I can't mean, he did some, he did some yeah, things man, he did good some... and he did some bad stuff. Like he mashed up with Soka, but probably one day it will return to its thing. And he's not to blame alone. The artists them took it personal and have boycotted over the yes, years. They and did. this is affecting our product. This is affecting our music outside. As I said, I've been to Uber four times. Wow. Out of the five. Four? But next year gonna be five. Yeah. So that means you went every year from since Except the, the first one. First year. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? And the same songs from Saint Kitts play every year while other islands keep getting better and better. VI ain't no big place. All of a sudden, VI music is the bomb. Everywhere you go, Virgin Island music, Virgin Island music, that grew out of St. Kitts beats. Yeah, yeah, it did. Right? Almost too, like, uh, it's almost like they carbon copied the rhythm them. And then they slowed it down. And they slowed it down a little bit. Yeah. And decided they're going to throw. He looked neat, eh? Yeah, he's very... (laughs) He's lazy. I think I should call him Tony. (laughs) Yeah, so... Carbon copy and just move with it and, and develop. Is the same song every year they play Sugar, Sugar, Sugar what? is a very old song. Yeah, it is. That's to show you where we were last with, with, with our music when we were at the pinnacle. That is what is playing when every year you're getting new music from everywhere else. Say, Matt Nanal was featured with new music on the board. What are we doing? Because as artists, we took what Noah was saying personal. Mm-hmm. Instead of honing our craft. Nobody's supposed to have so much impact on you that you affect your craft. And it stops you from growing. Yeah. Because the thing is, if you don't... The problem is, if you don't produce the music, you don't grow from any mistakes that you make. You don't, you don't construct You've anything. Stopped. You've stopped. Because You've stopped. If, if people don't... And it's, the thing is, the feedback is a big part of it. Like, if I do something and I, I could judge the feedback, okay... This ain't really pulling as much as the last time. Mm-hmm. Let me see what I could finesse the next time around. But mm-hmm. if you stop doing that completely, you ain't growing anymore. The feedback is the loop. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just trying music out and into the abyss. And it bothers me. It bothers me I because we are the producers of that music that playing on the boat. Trinidad has come up to St. Kitts and has copied how fast we are. Mm. And it's now coming out in their music. 
Wow. VI has taken our music and slowed it down. And our producers is who making them beats and giving them. And it bothers me because we stifling with oneself by being petty. Somebody says something about you and you, you're done. You walk out. I'm going to hurt you by not coming, but you're That's hurting crazy. the whole. You hurt, you hurt yourself and you hurt, you hurt the whole, whole country. country. And the whole music industry. That's right. This is the first time I ever hear anybody speak like that about, especially from that perspective. I've never heard that perspective before. Yeah, like you can't let one man affect an entire industry so much so that we ain't gonna music nowhere, playing nowhere. Year after year, we do the same thing and expect a different result. All right, Camila. Yes. I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Uh-huh. I really appreciated your time. I really appreciated your honesty, even though I don't think you were trying to be honest. You're just honest because that's who you are. Yeah. I and didn't remember what I said. Because it just, that's just your truth. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much. Guys, you've been listening to Objectively Incorrect. My name is Stephen Smith. I've been with Camila. Saucy wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that, that is funny as hell, man. Yeah. Lawrence. Yes. Thank you so much for being on the Thank show. Thank you for the opportunity. All right, Until guys. Until next time. Until next time, as usual, peace. No gang signs, guys.